my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. That's it, game four in the wraps. And that game was entertaining. Like, I enjoyed the game. You got to understand, like, the pressure is on the wars in game four. Like, I mentioned how, like, Boston needed to win game three no matter what. Because the Warriors are capable of winning two games. Two games in Boston. So the Warriors come back in this game with a hell of a performance from Steph Curry himself. I, I, I believe by far that's his best NBA Finals single game in his career. By far. By far. What he did, people want to sit out there and say, man, Steph ain't this and Steph ain't that. That's just a lot of haters. Steph Curry just basically shut all you guys up from the namesayers to the Steph Curry haters and to whoever else don't like Dub Nation. Yeah, man. It's a bunch of crickets what I'm hearing. I, mean, I was on Twitter tough today. I didn't see nobody talking. All the Celtic fans, all the Warrior haters were quiet. Yet, I was still talking for game three. Yeah, man. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's looking kind of tough, man. It's looking kind of bleak. For the Celtics, but hey, man, we're going to talk about all the stuff down the road. Once it has been solidified, the Golden State Warriors do win. But anyways, we're going to be talking about game four. And I'm going to tell you what, like, all the stuff that happened in game four and why the Boston Celtics lost to the, to the performance Steph Curry had and what's going to happen in the next three games. So right now it's 2-2. It's tied. They're going back to San Fran in the Bay. Frisco. Yeah, man. Gonna be lit game five on Monday. So check this out. If you're new to the channel, don't be shy. Welcome to the channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that bell notification. Thumbs up if you can. Like I say every time, you know, you, people do that. It helps us out a lot for this channel. It brings up the content to the top of the algorithm. So we appreciate the love and the support. And if, if you can't really watch this on the audio route, I mean, on the TV route, as far as IG or YouTube or in your phone, whatever it may be, you can listen to us on the audio route. We're on every single streaming platform out there from iHeartRadio, et cetera, right? I'm a, uh, uh, pot, Bean Podcast and Apple Podcast and et cetera. Spotify. We're on all that good stuff, man. Hey, man. Hey, like I said, if you want to engage with me, if, you, if you're out there that's trying to be woofing with me, bring your facts. Don't hit me up on Twitter. All the social media is right here. You can see me on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, all that good stuff. Ball don't lie. B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. Hit me up if you want to engage something. You go hit me up on IG as well. I'm on that as well. So it's all good, man. It's all like I said, it's all love at the end of the day. But some of y'all be talking some nons, man. Let's go, man. The Warriors, how they came back from adversity. You gotta understand, after game three, all I've been hearing from all the big media talking heads, Steph Curry is not that kind of guy. Steph Curry cannot handle adversity. Steph Curry will not carry this team. Steph Curry will never have a performance like the elites. 
like a LeBron James, like a Michael Jordan, or a Kobe, or Shaq, or Will Chamberlain, or Kareem, or whoever you can think of. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, are you are you really kidding me right now? I, I get it. Steph Curry had by far his best game in the NBA Finals. But then the, the series ain't over. And what are you going to say now? I want to really hear what you guys going to say right now because it don't make no sense to me that you guys can literally sit on TV or on the, on the, on the airwaves and talk all that crap. How are you going to predict the future? Steph Curry's that good. He's that good. And I don't get how he gets so much flack. He doesn't get the same respect as other players. It's, it's, it's baffling to me. It's absurd. Like, I go really, I really, I really sit there. I'm like, who in the F is these dudes? You get paid to talk, hot, like, literally go on the air to take hot takes. And I'm not going to name names, but you know who I'm talking about. And that, that, that kind of frustrates me because I get it if you was talking about, like, Andrew Wiggins. I get if you was talking about, like, a Jordan Poole. We're talking about one of the greatest players to ever shoot the ball. The greatest player to ever shoot the ball. We're talking about one of the best players ever. He's arguably top 15. If he wins the chip this year and the MVP, he is definitely debatable or arguably in the top 10. So he is not that guy. Miss me with all that junk, man. Let's go back to the game, though. All right, so... Golden State Warriors, right? Man, as great as their dynasty is, and it is a dynasty, and I'll tell you why. I have all my notes right here, and I'm going to break it down to you. They have now won 27 road games straight. Sorry, remember that. Now they have won a road game in 27 straight playoff playoff series. Just let that sink in through your head. These guys have won a road game. In 27 playoff series straight. Just count the years. That's how long they've been running. That's how long they've been in the game. And to me, that's just amazing. But yeah, man. Steph Curry on his haters. Sit back, take a seat, watch the show. Like I said, hit me up if you got any factual stuff. Don't 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 hit me. Oh man. Oh, man. You know, it's, you the, know, system. it's the system. Nah, you know nah, what you it know is? What it is? It's, it's just the way just they play. Way they play. It's the system? Really? So hold up. Because he played with Steve Kerr, and he won majority of his acolytes, and majority of all his stuff he's been doing since Steve Kerr came to the league or as the head coach for the Golden State Warriors. You're telling me it's because of the system. Okay, let me give you some stuff about, about the system. Michael Jordan has won six championships. With who? With Phil Jackson. Who was not the mastermind behind the triangle? He was not the mastermind behind the triangle. It was the assistant coach. I think his name uh, Tex Tex Winter. Tex Winter created the triangle. Phil Jackson became the coach for the Bulls. Jordan won six titles, but Jordan never won a ring before Phil Jackson. So is he a system player too? Oh, let me give you another example. Hold on, man. Let me give you another example. You're telling me Kobe Bryant. Who played with Shaq? Who played with Paul Gasol? Only won championships when Phil Jackson was the head coach. And majority of their offense was predicated on the triangle. So when Phil Jackson was there, when they won three with him and Shaq, Kobe and Shaq, you telling me it was a system? 
Oh, hold up. Then, obviously, Kobe Bryant got fed, fed up, and he kicked everybody out of town. Shaq gets traded to the Miami Heat for Kron Butler and some and some role players like Lamar Odom, right? And then, and then what does he do for the, those couple of years? He didn't have Phil Jackson. Didn't do nothing. Yeah, okay, use the scoring league title. I mean, he led the league in scoring. Okay, you got the MVP, but you was, you was a first-round exit. Then what happened? You went on the airwaves and you cried. Kobe Bryant cried on the airwaves. Tell him I want to be traded because I don't have no players and we can't do this in the third. He was talking to Stephen A. Smith on the airwaves, on the radio. He said, I want to get traded. I want to go to Chicago. And guess what they do? They had the rights to Marc Gasol, and they traded Marc Gasol from the Lakers, who Marc Gasol hasn't played in the NBA yet. He was overseas. They traded for his older brother, Paul Gasol, who was the power forward for the Memphis Grizzlies. And by far was one of the top three, four power forwards in the league. Obviously, he was an all-star before he even came to L.A. Oh, this is what happened. They hired Phil Jackson for his second stint in L.A. And what happens at that point? They went to three straight NBA Finals. Three. And they won back-to-back from, from 08 to 09 and 09 to 2010. But since then, what have they done? So Kobe Bryant only have won five titles with Phil Jackson. I never heard the narrative about he's a system player. Oh, same thing with Michael Jordan. He won six titles with Phil Jackson as his head coach. No one else is he a system player. Tim Duncan is a system player. He only won titles with Phil ja- uh, 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 Coach Pop. You can't use that narrative towards Steph Curry. You can't. So if you guys see here literally trying to argue with me that Steph Curry is only great, no reason why he can get championships, no reason why his team is dominant is because of the system. Well, use the same example for those other greats, like a Tim Duncan, like a Michael Jordan, like a Kobe Bryant. Miss me on our hot take stuff, man. That, that really pissed me off. When I heard people talk about that, I was like, bro, pump your brakes, man. Go pull up the history. Then highlight me. But going back to the show. Right? So that was disrespect what they did to Steph Curry, man. It was absurd what they did. They killed the dude on the airwaves the last 48 hours, talking smack about who he, how he is. Then he got fans in Boston literally, literally out there talking about his wife, Aisha Curry, talking about his daughter, Riley Curry. Like, the fans in Boston is pathetic, man. Like, for me, I like for me, I like I like Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. Like, Marcus Smart, I got respect for dude. I like Marcus Smart. Those three guys, I'm like, man, these are hoopers. I have nothing against them. I just don't like your fan base. The difference between the Warriors fan base, people don't like them because they think they're bandwagons. Well, check my resume. I've been a Warriors fan since I was a kid. Since we had Chris Webber. Since we had Latrell Sprewell. Since we had Joe Smith. Since we had Gilbert Arenas. Since we had Chris Smolin. Tim Hardaway. Mitch Richmond. I can go on. Oh, we have players that you probably never even heard of before. We had Jamal Crawford on our team. I bet you didn't know that. Oh, yeah, we, we also drafted Chris Webber, who we, we traded. I can go on. Then we can talk about the We Believe team. So when people try telling me I'm a bandwagon fan, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Because there's no point in arguing with you guys. But the Boston fan base, y'all are hella racist. Y'all hella prejudiced. Y'all be saying stuff out of your neck. It's crazy in Boston, man. And y'all fans have been known for that. Like, if y'all don't really know, go put up the history. When they had Bill, oh, what's his name? Uh, 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 God, I forgot his name. But yeah, man, look it up, man. Bill Russell. Bill Russell back in his days, who won 11 titles of Boston. Won 11 titles of Boston. 
He has been praised. He's been celebrated. He's been put on a pedestal. Once he walks out that arena, they called him an N-I-G-G-E-R. Yeah. If you don't believe me, look it up. We're fans in Boston. But like, let's go back to Steph Curry. So Steph Curry, man, the energy he brought in game four, the swag he had in game four, bro, the dude had the killer instinct. He killed in the first quarter alone. Like the dude had like majority of his points in the first quarter, played every damn minute in the first. And he drops 43 points on the Boston Celtics, who is supposedly the best team in the league in defense. And don't get me wrong, Steph Curry ain't over there like playing one-on-one. He had dudes like Marcus, I'm going to tell you right now, every single player on the Boston Celtics team guarded Steph Curry more than two possessions. Robert Williams, Al Horford was on the island. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Uh, Pritchard played for a little bit, guarded Steph. Grant Williams played a little bit, guarded Steph. I can go on, but they went they went seven eight deep. And every single guy at least had a possession or two guarding Steph Curry, and he lit up the whole entire team. First team on defense, and you get scorched in the TD Garden in front of your fans, weak ass fans. Wait, let's go back to Steph Curry. Though. I'm over here digging in into the Boston fans, man. They gonna kill me. Hey, but let's. The energy he brought, the swagger he brought, man, that's when you know the guy was, I seen him game three sitting the bench with that, that psycho look with the towel. I'm post that picture right there for you guys to see it. He had that look like, yeah, all right, I'm going to come in game four, and I'm going to give you a can of ass beep whooping. And that's exactly what he did. That face right there, man. Whew. So Steph Curry brought his game. Clay Thompson also showed up, had 18 points. You got to understand, the guy missed two years of basketball. To come and give us 18-20, man, we thank you for that. Because this ain't the same Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson, this ain't the same dude. Like, he lost a step in a sense when it comes to defense. Offensively, it's tough. When you're being guarded by Jalen Brown, you can't beat Jalen Brown off the dribble. As far as, I mean, as far as Klay Thompson, he cannot beat Jalen Brown off the dribble. So he has to look for pin downs, flare screens, curl screens, you know, plump fake when he goes to the basket, fade a little bit, or catch and shoot. So, the same clay back in the days, this ain't the same clay. So, hey, man, I applaud you, man. I appreciate it because we need every single point from any player outside of Steph Curry. And if you give us 18, man, we thank you for that. Wiggins, man, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. He wanted to win. He do, he, this is your one of your best opportunities to win a, child, a title. You have to show up. Game three, where were you, Wiggs? Like, you you are X-Factor. You are the guy that makes the team go. Whatever you can do. Defensively, you go ahead and take him. I give you all the kudos in the world. That's a tough task. But he played well against him today. Really well defensively. Man, this guy was killing the rebounds. 16 rebounds. And he had at least more than a handful of offensive rebounds. And he had second-chance points. That's what we need for Wiggs. He kept us alive. Some big ups to Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, man. But, you know, time the series. Time the series. This should strike fear in Boston. That is 2-2. Because we have a guarantee, 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 Game 6 Clay. If Game 6 Clay is in Boston, 
We oh man, if that happens, oh, um, I'm going to the parade myself. Game six is guaranteed, man. So obviously, I don't want to jump to the conclusions to game six. We got to worry about game five first. But if it, there's a guaranteed game six and game six clay, it's definitely gonna wake up. But yeah, so I give a lot of credit to also Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, I've been harping since game one. There is no effing way you bench Steph Curry in the fourth, basically into the eight-minute mark, the traditional minute mark. So Steph Curry gets this traditional minute uh, uh, breather uh, between you know in between quarters, especially in the second and the fourth. So what happens is this is how it is. He plays all the first quarter. He sits out half of the second quarter. Then he comes in and kind of gives a little spark. A spark. Then going into halftime, he takes a rest. Then he plays all of third quarter. Then he sits out at the end of the third quarter. Then he comes back in the halfway mark, or damn near halfway, eight, seven minute mark of the fourth quarter. And we just see what happened in game three. He came in. We couldn't do nothing. Uh, we only scored 11 points. Same thing happened in game one. Like, we was up going into the, uh, uh, sorry, we was up going into the fourth quarter. They bench Steph. We was up by 12. Next you know, you know, Boston Celtics was going a crazy run, 17-0 run. Dropped 40 points in the fourth quarter alone in game one. All to the doing of Steve Kerr. This is the first team 2-4. First team 2-4. You do not restrict minutes based on traditional season minutes. You have to put him in. Steph Curry is healthy. He, the dude is in tip-top shape. Like the, I give, I tip my hat off to Steph Curry. Like the dude's in shape. You have so guess what happened in Game Four? He benches Steph Curry in the third, brings him back at the ten, ten minute mark, nine minute mark. Oh, and guess what happened? They go on a run. They go on a run. So Steve Curry today. He had, like I said, last in, in, after game three, you have to put in other players. You have to utilize your bench. B. Elisa didn't play in game three. Looney was, where, where was Looney at? He did not really play in game three. Gary Payton, the second, did not really play in game three. And I'm over here yelling in the microphone, in the camera. He has, these, he has to utilize the bench. I don't get that. You are best when you use the cavalry. You mix and match. Like they brought in Belicia today. Belicia played good. I don't care about what he does on the stat board. Defensively, what he did against Tatum in the fourth quarter, watch the tape. Gary Payton the second. Forget about his points. You see who he's doing. Playing defense. Blocking Marcus Smart. Assisting. Sending pictures to Steph Curry. Doing the little things. Kevin Looney out there being a man against the rebounds, boxing out Rob Horford, I mean, uh, Rob Williams, which is not easy. Boxing out Al Horford while he's getting pinned down by Rob. It's not easy. But those little extra minutes these guys get helps us out because we're too small when Draymond in the court. And when Steve Kerr went to the bench, Draymond Green in the fourth quarter, I was yelling, thank you, hallelujah. Stephanie. But you didn't get what I'm saying. I'm going to thank God. Because... We need a big body, and we can't put two bigs in that crucial game. We cannot put Draymond Green in there. We cannot put in Kevin Looney in there because of those reasons. But going forward, right? So big ups to Steve Kerr today for his adjustment. His timeouts in the fourth quarter to stop the bleeding, stop the run by the Celtics. Game planning, setting up offensive sets. 
Very brilliantly by Steve Kerr. He should have done this in grade three. But yeah, man. It was a great game, by the way. Fun game. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the third oldest player. Hear me out, man. Put this music down for a second. Steph Curry is the third oldest player to drop 40 points and 10 rebounds. He's a third. Guess who's number one and number two? Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And you're telling me Steph Curry is not one of the greats. <laughs> Miss me with that, man. Come on, man. Let's get that left in here. Come on. They're saying Steph Curry is not one of the greatest players of all time. He's not top 15, top 10. Y'all crazy, man. But going back, man, yeah, so Steph Curry, one of the best players, third oldest to ever do it, 40-plus 40, 40 points, 10 rebounds in a pivotal game, must-win game in the NBA Finals. Tip my head up to Steph Curry for that. But let's go ahead and read his stats out for a second because this is kind of crazy. Pay attention to what I'm about to say. Steph Curry, game four, 43 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, shot 14 for 26 from the field. Shot 7 for 14 from the three-point land. Damn near scored 21 points. Three times 7, 21. And he scored half of that. He shot 14 times and scored half? Come on, bro. So that's what he did in game four. This is his stats in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry, so far, has a, 137 points in 148 minutes. 137 points in 148 minutes. That means he damn near scored almost a point a minute. He's shooting 50% from the field. He's shooting 49% from the three-point land. He's shooting 80 86%, which is a slump, from the free throw. He hasn't picked that up. But 40, 50, and almost damn 90 in the NBA Finals? That is... <laughs> Just listen to what I'm saying. Dude scored 137 points in 148 minutes. Just let that sink. Let that marinate for a second, right? So Steph Curry, what he's averaging in the NBA Finals, which is crazy. This is by far one of the top, I think they said it's like top nine, top ten so far. 34 points. It's like 34.3. 34 points a game, six rebounds, four assists, two steals. So much for the people who say he can't play defense. Averaging two steals? Oh, he can't play it either, right? Oh, uh, okay. Shooting 50% from the field goal. Shooting 49% from no man's land. Oh, yeah. You on the island view out there with Steph Curry. Al Horford. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. 49% from the three-point land. He's literally doing everything possible offensively and defensively. He's getting two steals a game. He's, jumping, he's, he's giving you 34 on your head. And he's being covered by everybody. Traps. Double team. Oh, you can't penetrate. Uh, these guys are not even hedging on the screens. They're dropping down. They're sagging down. They, he's doing everything possible. Big ups to him. And the crazy thing about all that is Steph Curry was not selected to the all-NBA first team. That doesn't make any sense. He's by far the best player in the NBA Finals right now. It's not Tatum. And it's not Janet Brown. The best player on the court is Steph Curry. 
He's not in first team All NBA. Man, all those dudes who work in these big ass journalist companies and media outlets, yeah, man, y'all know hoops, man. Let's go back. Let's talk about the Celtics for a second. In the last five minutes, the Celtics scored two points. Scored two points. Tatum played a bad game once again. He shot eight for twenty-three, and that's your savior. Eight for twenty-three. Fourth quarter, he shot him his team in the foot. He was being guarded by Belitsa. In the fourth quarter. And Wiggs. Every time he tried to switch to Steph, they, they obviously did a hard trap or let him go to the basket for him to kick out. But, yeah, Tatum shot bad today. Grant Williams, your fake baby, big baby version 2.0, gave you three points. One for two from the three-point lane. That was about it. Al Horford, eight points. Both Tatum and Brown combined for 44 points. You can't win like that. They combined for 44 points. And guess what happened? Steph Curry alone had 43 points. You can't win those games. You shoot terrible in the fourth quarter. You give turnovers. I think there's 16 turnovers for the Celtics, but I mean, the Warriors had 16 turnovers in themselves, but they were scoring the ball. Like, they wasn't really struggling. Like, I mean, Jalen Brown played okay, but Tatum played terrible, and you couldn't really get anything out of the other guys. For the first, I mean, it's crazy. Warriors defense. The Warriors' defense, which is third in the NBA, kept the Celtics under 100 points. 97 to be exact. They kept the Celtics to 97 points. And then, yeah, we are talked about, the Warriors are talking about they have no defense. I don't know what's going on over here, man. That's crazy. But anyways, game three, uh, Celtics kept the Warriors to 11 points in the fourth quarter. They scored 28 in, in the fourth quarter in game four. The last five minutes, I believe they're going to run 21-6 in the last five minutes. And you got to understand, Celtics led 91-86 with six minutes left. And yet the Warriors still, still won. This is just crazy. Anyways, so fun fact, the Warriors, the Warriors uh, trio, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, right, have, the, have tied for the most final wins with the Spurs, Tim Duncan, Mono Ginobili, and Tony Parker. So big ups to them, man. But yeah, man, it was great. Game five's on Monday. I'm going to let y'all enjoy your week. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I don't know about whoever's rooting against the Warriors. Y'all going to sit here in misery until game five. But hey, man, if you're new to the channel, you've been kicking with me for the last 25 minutes or so, hey, man, go ahead and subscribe, man. Like, all that good stuff. Hit me up on Twitter. If you want to engage something in the conversation, you want to debate, hot takes, whatever it is, you can holler at me over there on Instagram as well. But until then, man, it was great to have the show with y'all. Thank y'all for kicking me on the show. Until then, y'all be safe, man. Have a good weekend. Peace. See you on Monday.